Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's teaching is Five Ways Not to Have Flabby Beliefs. (laughs) I love that. You know, one of my dreams, and you can partner with me in prayer and in just in whatever way you want, is to see belief training more popular than physical fitness training. For many years, we've been exploring, experimenting with belief trainers and doing belief training in conjunction with our annual negativity fast and positivity feast. And so we've had people who have been on our team who have done belief training. We had this year, we've just finished, I'm recording this here at the end of April 2019, and we had, we've just finished that negativity fast. We had over 20 people who were participating, and you know, we're going to take it to the next level. We've hired staff in order for this to happen. We believe now is the time to take the next step to make belief training available year-round. Matter of fact, our Negativity Fast Positivity Feast is also available year-round. You can find that on our website, ignitinghope.com. We've got two levels for that. The third level includes belief training, and that should be available soon, if not right now, as you are listening. But, you know, there's five ways to not have flabby beliefs. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about our belief training ministry, but also talk to you just about the ways that you can tone your beliefs. You know, ultimately, if we've got a buff body, toned body, but flabby, untoned, bad beliefs, it's probably not gonna really matter a lot. I believe this, that what we believe is more important than what we do. The kingdom of God is not moved forward by good conduct. It's moved forward by good beliefs. The question of the hour is not what should I do. The question of the hour is what should I believe? What should I believe in this next season about God, about me, about the people in my life, and about circumstances? And certainly wisdom and actions are important, but ultimately even to take our lifestyle to our higher level, we need to first take our beliefs to a higher level. So let me tell you five ways to not have flabby flabby beliefs. Number one is to understand the four main areas of our beliefs. I just touched on that. Four main areas of our beliefs are, number one, God. We have beliefs about God, His nature, Uh, the bigness of what Jesus did, how to access salvation, and how how to go to the next level in that relationship with the Lord. And what are the keys for that to happen? Number two, we have beliefs about ourselves. Do we believe who our past experience says we are? Do we believe what other people have said uh, we are? Do we believe our own thoughts or do we believe what God says about us? Number three is we have beliefs about other people. We have beliefs about the people in our life. And and so we can 
take some of the same thoughts about beliefs about ourselves and, and relate them to people. One of the greatest things that influencers do, key influencers and great leaders do, is they have got good beliefs about the people in their, their lives. And then fourthly, what are our beliefs about circumstances? Can these bones live? You know, we look at the story in Numbers 13. Moses sends out 12 spies. They spy out the promised land for 40 days. They come back. They come back with a conclusion. And they broke up into two groups of people. The 10 spies and Joshua and Caleb. Those were the two groups. And, and they saw the same thing, but put a different conclusion on what they saw. Our conclusions about circumstances are usually more important than the circumstance itself. By the way, on our website as well, we've got a belief assessment where you can assess yourself in those four areas of beliefs. The second uh, way to not have flabby beliefs is to use hope. Use your hope level as the indicator of whether you're believing lies or truth. Now, this is a basic uh, tenet, so to speak, of Igniting Hope Ministries is our, our hope level is the indicator of whether we're believing lies or truth. Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. So the moment we believe truth is the moment we get filled by the God of hope. Increasing hope is the evidence that we're renewing our mind with truth and not lies. Decreasing hope is the evidence that we're renewing our mind with lies and not truth. Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. I'm not into positive thinking. I'm into biblical optimism. And I believe this. The more I believe he's faithful, the more I believe his promises are faithful, he is faithful, is the more hope I'm going to talk. And you can't talk hope unless you got hope in your heart. The Bible says in Matthew 12.34, Out of the abundance of of the heart, the mouth speaks. So again, our hope level is the indicator of whether we're believing lies or truth. And there's no condemnation if we're believing lies because every one of us is believing lies about something. But if we don't know what our problem is, we have a real problem. <laughs> and what we believe is a bigger problem usually than anything that's happening, bigger than anything the devil is doing. Number three, way to not have flabby beliefs is to value the joy of the Lord. And part of our belief training program is, is to help introduce the thought of laughing at lies. Psalm 2.4 says, he who sits in the heavens laughs. And, and what's God laughing at? He's, the context is he's laughing at what his enemies are saying and planning. And years ago, I got an idea and I was going to experiment with laughing at lies. Because lies sound really real in the darkness of our thinking, but they're laughable when you bring them out to the light of language and words. And one of the ways to overcome flabby beliefs is through laughter, because to laugh, you have to let go of something. It says in 2 Corinthians 10, 4, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. Laughter is one of the weapons that starts to pull down the strongholds in our own thinking. And that's what the context is there in 2 Corinthians 10, 4, and 5, because it says, take every thought captive. That's the only command. 
And one of the ways to start taking thoughts captive is through laughter, through valuing the joy of the Lord and bringing that into the process of toning our beliefs. <laughs> so, you know, many of you listening, you, you've been with us in a meeting or you've seen us online or heard messages where we laugh at lies. And I can just, you know, give you a couple lies and just, if you've never done this before, just laugh if you're in a place where you can or if you've done it before, do it again. Let's laugh at this lie. You are a failure. <laughs> How about this one? God loves you, but he does not like you. <laughs> How about this? It may work for someone else, but it won't work for you. <laughs> Whew. So, third way to not have flabby beliefs is to value the joy of the Lord. The fourth way to not have flabby beliefs is to fight with your rhema words. To fight with your rhema words. It says in Matthew 4, 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And you know, in the New Testament, there's two main Greek words that are translated word in the New Test, in the English, excuse me. One of them is logos, and that's the overall message of the Bible John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word is with God, and the Word was God. And that is, in the beginning was the, was the Logos, and the Logos was with God, and the Logos was God. And that's talking about Jesus, talking about the overall Word of God. But Rhema is an, an individual part of the total Word of God that is made real to you. To fight with. That's my interpretation. Matthew 4, 4, man shall not live by uh, bread alone, but by every word, by every rhema that proceeds in the mouth of God. Ephesians 6, 17 says, take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, which is the rhema of God. Fight as a sword. By the way, it's called a sword because we're supposed to kill something with it. We can kill pessimism. We can kill victim mindsets. We can kill fear. We can kill unworthiness and worry through a, a word. It says in 1 Timothy 1.18, war, a good warfare, according to the prophecies spoken to you. That's what Paul told Timothy. And so it is, we're to war with the, with the prophecies, with the things that have been made real to us. And one of the ways not to have flabby beliefs and certainly uh, it, it, it is to speak and fight with that which God has made real to us. And certainly, you know, if, if we're fighting with the general promises of God, it's such a good idea of his, that he's going to provide for us. He's going to protect us, that all things are working together for good. That he's going to complete what he started, that uh, he's, he's going to, that we have divine abilities. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Certainly fighting with, with the promises of God in general is so powerful. But when God highlights them and makes them so real to us through um, unusual coincidences, through prophetic ministries that, that take those promises and make them real, wow, it takes our belief training and our toning our beliefs to another level. 
And then lastly, of how not to have flabby beliefs, number five is to receive regular hope injections from igniting hope. Now, when we work with our, uh, our belief trainers, work with people who are, who are part, participating in our belief training program, we just say consume as much of our material as possible. Do the negativity fast, positivity feast, read the books, because what happens is, is that our ministry is designed to help you take your beliefs where you never thought they could go. So five ways to not have flabby beliefs or five things that are going to accelerate the belief training journey is number one is understand the four main areas of our beliefs, God, ourselves, other people, and circumstances. Number two, use your hope level as the indicator of whether you're believing lies or truth. Number three is value the joy of the Lord and bring laughing at lies into the belief training process. And you, as a result, are going to, um, and, and as a result, and you're going to bring the joy. Whew, this is good stuff. I'm getting filled up even talking about it. As a result, you're going to start to dismantle strongholds. Number four is fight with your rhema words. Excuse me, number four, fight with your rhema words. Number five is receive regular hope injections from Igniting Hope Ministries. Wow, wow, wow. So I close today. Let me share a scripture and then just make you aware of something here. First Timothy 4, 7 says, Have nothing to do with irrever irreverent silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. For while bodily training is of some value, it says in verse 8, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. So it says rather train yourself for godliness because it holds promise for the present life and the life to come. And I believe this, that part of training ourselves for godliness is to train our beliefs and to be systematic about how we do that. And our materials, these podcasts, are designed to train you in beliefs. Now, if you want to be a part of our belief training, you want to receive more information about that, go to ignitinghope.com. If you can't seemingly find that information easily, then what I want you to do is I want you to uh, click contact us, and just say, I'm interested in belief training. Uh, can you send me info on that? And we will do that. Hey, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast, Five Ways to Not Have Flabby Beliefs. Remember this from Igniting Hope, that there's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody's hoping. Hope precedes faith. And our hope level determines our influence level. And he who has the most hope has the most influence. And remember this, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle for it is our strength. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> We're either too tired, we've had too many negative experiences, we're battling personal weaknesses, we're, we've heard too much bad news on the television, 
And I understand we, we don't laugh all the time and there's times of mourning and grieving, but the joy of the Lord is our strength. And I say to you today, as you activate joy and laughter, it will be a strength for you. Hey, God bless you. Looking forward to having you with us again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.